This is Grade A Football. Celtic's European journey will end, but it could be in style. Can Celtic get a goal? They must score a goal. We're at the Bernabeu. This year's given me the motivation and appetitis to make sure that we're here every year and, and make an impact. Possibilities, I look like all you need. Celtic come out of the huddle. This is Celtic at Real Madrid. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on our final Champions League action for the season. Celtic are underway and trail in Madrid as they hope to finish the group on a high. Rangers end up with the worst ever group stage record after going down 3-1 at home to Ajax. And on the domestic front, Tony Watt wins his appeal against a red card that was only given after a VAR check in the first place. I'm Gordon Duncan and joining me tonight you have Marvin Bartley and Hugh Evans. And Foster Coglu's uh, philosophy on football is that his team must never play as if they're afraid of their own shadow well Celtic regardless of the fact that it's the Santiago Bernabeu regardless of the fact they're playing the current holders of the Champions League Real Madrid are playing as if they are unafraid of their own shadow but they're a goal down and they have already missed two good chances one from Kyogo the other from Rio Hatati and that sadly for Ange Postacoglu has been the story of their Champions League group Yeah just to bring you up to speed It's Real Madrid 1 Celtic nil. A Luka Modric penalty And after 18 minutes Perhaps Marvin Bartley The exact same sentence You've used every time Celtic play The performance actually looks okay And they've created some chances And they've done quite well But Modric Jens handball Referee points to the spot And you're not expecting Luka Modric to make any mistake No most definitely You know I think Joe Hart Could have done um, a lot better in terms of coming off his line but he did make the block and obviously Valverde hits the follow up and Jens unfortunately handballs it but as Hugh said there you know Celtic have had a couple of chances however Real Madrid are in and it's a good save this time from Joe Hart but it might still come back on the rebound Uh, and it's just about well it's not quite clear yet so still 1-0 as things stand Um, and I guess that's football at this level Marvin because you can I'm sure Ange Postacoglu will have been encouraged by bits of the performance, but they're one down and that could easily you know, could easily get a lot worse. No, it could have. But I mean, as I said, you know, I was saying before that, Celtic have had a couple of chances themselves and he's spoken about the final third and Celtic getting better in that final third. A better ball by Maeda or Abada speaking to, to Kyogo to leave it. I think they would have had a, a shot on target. So listen, they are creating chances, but whilst doing that, you have to keep the back door closed because Real Madrid, as we know, are such a good team going forward. Right, come on then. There is a penalty check actually for Real Madrid again for another handball, this time on Matt O'Reilly. And by the way, Marvin, whilst we're on that, everybody knows that you know penalties can be given for handball. Now, from a professional point of view, I don't know how you guys can do it. Moritz Jens has got his head down and he's sort of trying to... Oh, by the oh, way... No. Celtic, the referee has gone over. Has gone over to the monitor. Celtic are probably about to concede a second penalty for handball. You well, I mean, for me, it's a ridiculous decision. If the female referee decides to give it the penalty, Matt O'Reilly, I mean, it's the merest of touches. You can't know anything about it at all. How close is he? But to be fair, Marvin, you were on the receiving end of one uh, with. Um, Andrew Shinney Andrew Shinney at the weekend I mean, oh, that's, that's a penalty They're going to give a penalty Yeah they're going to give this as well You know I just don't understand Gordon You know A, a player Matt Riley's trying oh, to block the ball I mean What can, His hand Your hands are going to go up 
It's just a penalty, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah, another it's penalty to Real Madrid. Twenty minutes in, they've had two penalties for handball, and Matt Riley's out. getting booked for it as well. Oh, you, you guys, why do you, why do you do it to yourselves? This well, needs to be uh, at. what a, what a horrible <laughs> test of character it is now for Celtic because if they are two down with twenty minutes gone in the Bernabeu Stadium, it could get very, it could very get ugly, very messy indeed. Because actually, and by the way, he's about a, what is he a yard and a half away? I mean, he's just. He's just turning to block the ball, so his hand's gonna naturally come out there. Like, and by the way, by the way, I actually thought at first it hit his hand, but it actually hits his elbow, which is which is tucked a little bit. Listen, wow, the handball rule. Anyway, oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Get in touch. Let us know how you're uh, if you're watching from behind the couch now, Celtic fans and Rangers fans. Come on down. What about last night? Where did it go wrong? And where's it gone wrong overall in the campaign? Uh, Joe Hart's going to try. And uh, save a penalty He couldn't save the first one And he can't mm. save the second either It's Real Madrid 2 Celtic nil. Two penalties Two handballs And this Hugh Is a A sobering evening already Because Celtic Have done okay And they're two down yeah. And goodness knows how much worse this could get Real want to finish uh, top of the group uh, They haven't yet finalised that position But they're well on the way to doing so now uh, and for Celtic, the inexperienced Celtic, Ange Postecoglou is saying that you can't just become a Champions League team if you're there for the first time in years. But for these players now, it's a, an immense test of their nerve, character, call it what you like, because Real are fully up for this. And I'm afraid, from Celtic's point of view, this could be a potential humiliation. Celtic fans, what are you thinking? If you're watching through the cracks in your fingers, behind the couch, maybe you're tempted to switch it off, whatever it is, pick up the phone and let us know. And Rangers fans, we have got a lot to get through from last night. So come on, 0141-951-1025 and Real Madrid miss an absolute sitter to make it three. Well, as I say, the, the, the potential is there for abject humiliation where Celtic are concerned. They're, they're now being brushed aside uh, fans can argue all the like But uh, VAR People wanted VAR They said that it would uh, eliminate mistakes mm. Well VAR has put Celtic in awful bother I think the first penalty kick against Morris Jens Was unarguable uh, I would Marvin's not entirely sure Well I, I, I would have a case For saying that the Matt O'Reilly decision Is entirely wrong It doesn't matter VAR has intervened Celtic are two down And it's a very long night now uh, right Rangers fans Of course It's a bit easier To reflect last night We know it's all done and dusted The Celtic fans Might be a bit distracted Right now um, But how do you look back On the game last night Specifically The performance Ibrooks, Maybe Giovanni Van Bronckhorst's Post-match comments And of course How does that feed in To the overall picture Everyone knows It was that unwanted stat The worst ever group stage Record uh, after that 3-1 defeat at home to Ajax So how do you sum it all up? 0141-951-1025 How do you sum it up, Hugh Keaton? Uh Rangers group was a humiliation for them um, You know, you, you, you can lose to the teams there Like Napoli, Liverpool And last night's opponents Ajax But it's the manner in which Rangers have lost these games um, And I, I really do think that it has been an immense embarrassment for the club. They're now stuck with this tag, the worst ever Champions League group stage competitors. Um, and that is setting the bar at a very low level for Rangers. They, they're totally, utterly 
out of their depth Well let's bring in Gary who's a Rangers fan uh, He's from East Kilbride, he's in Edinburgh Which we'll forgive him for um, Gary how'd you look back on last night? Uh, I, I don't think it was the worst performance out of the, the group uh, Overall the, the group has been an absolute shambles When the, the group came out and you've seen the teams It's three massive teams in, in Europe uh, I don't think anybody expected us to go out and compete to, a, a, to the point of getting into the last 16 But I, I certainly expected us to come out and do a lot better uh, And at the very least try and push for third to then, as, as you said there, it's not the, the defeats as they say. If you lose to those teams, you can accept that because they are they're spending 20, 30 million play, uh, pounds on one player at a time. So you can accept getting defeated off them. It's the manner of the defeats, as you said. Yeah, Hugh, is, is that, that's probably it in a nutshell for most yeah. of the, the Rangers fans, isn't it? I mean, forget to state the obvious, when you've got the worst record in the group stages, you're, actually, you're looking at Can you even get a draw Can you draw a couple of your games yeah. And then If you can't even do that Can you land a punch In any of the The performances The Rangers fans have had to dig deeper And deeper and deeper For any sort of positive And, and they've not found any Rangers beat PSV Eindhoven A Dutch side To qualify for the Champions League Then they play the other Major Dutch side Ajax And uh, they lose four In the Netherlands And three at Ibrox They play a Liverpool team who, let's be honest, you only need to look at the stats Are mid-table in their own league at the moment They've started the season very poorly And Rangers lose by a record score at Ibrox In half a game, they concede six goals People who support Rangers, like Gary on the line, are proud They, they do not like to see the image in tatters But the, the performances in Europe have... Left Rangers image in tatters Oh Keogh goes in It's another huge chance for Celtic And it's been saved by Courtois And then Matt Riley blocked on the rebound Celtic have given it a good go here But still two goals down in the Bernabeu That was a huge chance Celtic three decent openings so far Taking none And Real Madrid are 2-0 up Anyway Marvin um, How'd you look back on What Gary's saying about Rangers And the, the campaign Yeah no I'm in total agreement with uh, with Gary I think you know Looking back at it, I don't think Rangers have stamped their kind of style on any of the games. Um, you know, Hugh's spoken about budgets of kind of Napoli and Liverpool. Um, you know, obviously have, they play in Ajax as well within there. They beat PSV, who are second in the league, the Dutch league at this moment in time, only a point behind Ajax. But I just don't feel that there's been any style to a Rangers play. You know, I don't think there's been a prolonged period in any of the games where you thought, Do you know what, this is the Rangers way. I think when you play for Rangers Football Club or you're the manager of Rangers Football Club, that's what the fans demand. Yes, they demand winning games, but they at least want to see their style stamped on other teams in Europe. And I think it's been extremely disappointing. Um, you know, I, th- I think they do need to spend a bit of money, if I'm, if I'm totally honest. Um, if they are to come back into the Champions League and they are to compete, because, you know, as Hugh said, to have that tag mm-hmm. of the worst team in the, in the Champions League is, is, is not acceptable. There's also a, a big rebuild coming along. The goalkeeper, McGregor, nearly 41. Arfield and Davies in the middle of the park, combined age 71. Um, Rangers have a, a lot of work to do in that regard. Gary, do you think it's been damaging? Because, you know, we always talk about, or some fans say that, you know, it's all about the league, so now that Europe's done, you know, you just get back to focusing on that. But it feels like there's so much negativity. There's obviously a lot of injuries. I don't know how the, the players' confidence levels will be. Are you fearful that it's, it's going to damage Rangers going forward? Definitely, it's, it's one of those ones. You can't go from midweek getting skilled 
every week to then Saturday, Sunday, having to pick yourself up and go out and put a, a performance. It's it's one of the reasons that I think the, the team struggled in the league as well. Fair enough, they're only four points behind. Uh, and until the, the Livingston game, they were only two behind, uh, which I think Gio's only saving grace, I think. Had he been further on and further behind in the league, I reckon he would have probably been gone after the Liverpool game. Uh, but I do do feel that something needs to change, uh, whether that be a managerial change. I, I had my doubts about Gio last season, purely on domestic form, but the fact they got us to the Europa League final, you have to give them the benefit of the doubt at that point. The patience within the, the support is running out very, very quickly. So where are you at? Where are you at on that now? Then I've, I've been saying for weeks. In fact, since the the Celtic game, even after the Celtic game, I wanted a managerial change because that was two two games where he's he's been embarrassed by Celtic, and then from the end go out and get beat four 0 off at Ajax. Uh, that was the final nail in the coffin for me, uh, and then. Each week, it's, it feels like he's a dead man walking because it is just a, a performance like last night away from everybody calling from his head again. Everybody had a bit of a feel good factor after the Aberdeen game because it was more of a Rangers type performance. Uh, fair enough, we went behind, but they, they soon got it back to people and you, you felt at each point that there was a good chance they were going to bring it back and win the game. Uh, there wasn't really any of that anxiousness that if they were going to lose, there was a wee bit straight after the goal. Uh, but the, the quick equaliser settled everybody. And then to actually walk out of Ibrox with a smile on your face which has been a rare thing this season. Uh, I left the Dundee United game. Even though we won that, I've actually, I actually felt lower after that game than I have when we've won games, uh, when we've lost games, sorry. Where does this leave, uh, where, yeah, where does it leave the manager, Hugh? Gary says he was. He was done, but you know, before last yeah. night on that regard, um, it leaves him living game to game. It leaves him needing to beat St Johnston on Sunday afternoon in Perth or else. Uh, I agree with Gary. The Liverpool game, I thought, might be the end of him because the supporters of Rangers and Celtic have this pride in the badge. And if you're losing 7 1 at home to a Liverpool side who haven't started the season well, if fans are leaving in their thousands at 4-1, uh, how he survived that, I do not know. But he is, for me, on the back of drawing with Marvin's team at Ibrooks, on the back of last night and what happened again at Ibrooks. for me, he is living on a game-to-game basis and... One more bad result could be the end. Yeah, I mean, it's partly your fault, Marvin Bartley. <laughs> I get the feeling that for fans like Gary... I'm not saying they would ever be happy with the way the Champions League went. How could you be? But the Giovanni Van Bronckhorst survival chances would be a lot higher if the domestic performances weren't going the way that they are at the moment. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I do think there's some sympathy you know, from some fans towards him because I think everyone could see that Rangers need to spend money um, you know, in the window and they, and they didn't. Um, or not to the, to the amounts that they should have after qualifying for the Champions League. So I think he does have some sympathy with that. But as I said, and as Hugh said, you know, without being disrespectful to ourselves, we shouldn't be going to Ibrox and getting a draw for Rangers team and they in the 92nd minute. It shouldn't happen. You know, so that tells you how big the fall-off has been in certain games. I, I do think he'll be given till the World Cup. I do think they'll then look after that, how they at- attack it, because obviously you've got a few games in December then the January window. But there's no point for me changing a manager unless you're going to 
you know, create funds for him to bring in his own players in January because you have Ryan Kent's contract running out also at the end of the season and Morelos as well. There are so many facets to this story. On the one hand, he's allowed to bring up injuries, although to his credit he rarely does, but the, the injury list that Rangers have is horrendous. However, at the same time, you're also allowed to bring up Rangers recruitment, which has been unsatisfactory mm. at best. Right, it's a, a fairly passionate start from Gary, who's in Edinburgh, he's from East Kilbride. He's not happy with Rangers last night, he accepts the step up in class, but not happy with the manager. Uh, what do you think, other Rangers fans out there? Do you agree or disagree with what you're hearing? 01419511025. Um, Joe Hart's just had his palms stung from distance But up the other end rail Hatati did the same Marv, It was a nice uh, dipping effort Courtois uh, was equal to it Same as he was to a, a much better chance for Kyogo Just a second or two before So look, play it back Play back the last five games Celtic are fine, they're creating chances But the scoreboard's not fine, they're 2-0 down Yeah, that, that's the problem But I mean, they are beginning to play oh, Labada goes down oh. in the box Penalty Celtic now at the other end However oh, that would be t- I think he won the uh, ball. VAR will look at it And there is perhaps a belief that The Real Madrid defender won the ball uh, The referee is not shy This is three penalties awarded <laughs> already Um Good turn of pace from Abada. Maybe something. He's oh, it's a penalty. Yeah, yeah. It's All penalty. day long, it's yeah, a penalty. It's a penalty. Yeah, maybe something Abada's not done enough in this group. Marvin committing the full back and it's probably a confidence thing. Driving at them, it's probably is a confidence thing. You know, he's been taken off. I think at half time in two of the games, he's been given the start again today away to Real Madrid, and, and he started well and, and yeah. won his team a penalty. You'd imagine Juranovic usually if Jakimakis isn't on the pitch. When Jakimakis doesn't, he only misses against Livy anyway. So if he was he only on, one way as well, uh, he maybe <laughs> would have taken it. You but remember, yeah. Uh, Juranovic last season scoring with the dinked one, d- didn't yeah. he? In Europe. Yeah, I don't think tonight's a dink night. I think uh, <laughs> this is make sure you get this right night. Yeah, so Celtic handed a lifeline. They've deserved this, I think you would have to say on the the balance of the performance. It was a good run by Abada, brought down in the box. Referee, no hesitation. Doesn't need to go and check a monitor or anything like that on this occasion. It's going to be Juranovic against Courtois, uh, and Celtic need to try and find the back of the net, or this really would sum up. Uh, their Champions League campaign in front of goal. They've passed up some big chances over the last five and a bit games. Here comes Juranovic, and oh. it's saved by Thibaut Courtois. And it does right there from 12 yards yeah. is Celtic's Champions League campaign in a nutshell, Hugh Keevans. Yeah, uh, it wasn't a convincing penalty. Uh, he had the look of a man who was uh, apprehensive. Uh, and it's an easy save, really, for Courtois to make. Uh, so, as you say, the story of the group for Celtic. Uh, there's no point in talking about if we had taken mm. those chances. You didn't. That's your fault. Mm. Yeah, but you still have to analyse games. Otherwise, we just end the show right now. And it, it, it's, <laughs> the, the thing it, I was going to say before he took it, it's a tremendous show of bravery from Celtic. You know, to go two down at Real Madrid's place uh, and retain your composure sufficient to get the penalty that Celtic got. But you let yourself down by that kind of Tentative finish Yeah he puts his foot through it Marvin So I'm not sh- I'm not sure tentative's the right word It's not a good penalty Because it's a good height for the keeper But he gives it a good goal um, It is a good height But like you said You know you step to take a penalty And you put power in And the goalkeeper saves it You can accept that You know you spoke about the one That he dinked in Europe If that's saved Then that's a total different story But I think Andrew will be looking out there And the, and the players are playing well Listen outside the two penalties For Real Madrid And obviously Celtic have just missed theirs Some of their play within the game Has been very very good But as 
Hugh said, if you don't score goals in the Champions League, you're not going to get very far, yeah. are you? If, you? if you've watched Celtic in the Champions League, Hugh, you probably should have known that that was going to be missed because they've, they've passed up all sorts of opportunities and now they've taken it to, or, to, See, to new me, lows. But yeah, for me, that, that deflates players because they, they were two down, they have been brave, they have adhered to the Ange philosophy, don't be afraid, go out and be the best version of yourselves that you can and then you get the penalty, you can... Have the chance to improve the optics, if nothing else. Yeah. And for me, it's not a good penalty at all. Incredible, incredible evening in the Bernabeu so far. Celtic two down. We'll get back to that. And Rangers fans, where are you? Come on. There's a lot to be said about last night. Let's hear it next. This is Celtic at Real Madrid. The old firm in Europe's big league. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Still Real Madrid 2, Celtic nil. 41 minutes gone and it's been a game all about penalties. Celtic have missed one and Real Madrid have scored two. Here's your random stat of the night. It is the earliest the team has ever conceded two penalties in the Champions League. Matt O'Reilly has just given away... An alleged the, the, free the, kick. One of the most inexplicable free kicks. He was... It was a brilliant challenge from a Marvin and he was about to go into the Real Madrid box. I have no idea how the referee pulls that back for Real Madrid's favour. I don't think a single player on that pitch or a fan within that stadium <laughs> understands what's just happened there. There wasn't even any contact. He just sort of took the took ball. Took the ball and Cruz jumped bizarre. over him. Anyway, um, oh, it's been a t- <laughs> this has been a tough school for Celtic tonight. It certainly has. Um, we're going to go to the Bernabeu and get a half-time report from Andrew soon. Let's look back on last night with Jack and Bayliston. Um, Jack, what what's on your mind after last night? Um, a bit of disappointment, but at the same time, I think we've got to be a bit more optimistic than a lot of Rangers fans are, are being at the minute. Um, the negativity surrounding surrounding Rangers um, is obviously we can see it. We can see it um, in terms of how we're playing, the, the manner in which we've been beaten, but the way the way that the Rangers fans are acting is if we're we're putting out our best full eleven. And I don't think that is the case. We're, we're sitting with eight or nine guys uh, injured on the injury list at the minute who could very easily slot into a Rangers starting, a Rangers starting side. Um, namely, obviously, the biggest problem is us conceding goals in the Champions League. Our vice-captain's out injured. Um, or, obviously, at the minute, short-term. Uh, the other night, we had Ben Davies out injured. Um, we had a, a £5.5 million left-back out injured. Um We've got to remember these guys are out injured for a reason, and we are we're struggling in these departments. Um, Tom Lawrence, another one against PSV, probably one of the one of the best players in the park, extremely extremely creative. We look, we were missing him as well. Um, so, just a, a, a question to the panel: Do you think that, given Rangers had these players available? Would we have lost in the in the manner that we did? Well, it's impossible to answer that question because they weren't there and the games were played. And the, depends. I mean, there's a couple of things at play there, isn't there? Last night, fine because that was an extreme example, um, yeah. especially at the central defence and so on. But Rangers, you know, have have had more players than that available for some of the other games. Well, you know, um, Jack is talking about Yilmaz. Um, you know, he's not been first choice he anyway. Didn't, didn't get a game for a long time under Giovanni van Bronckhurst. As I say, the injuries are an allowable part of the debate over what's going on at Rangers. At the same time, Jack, your recruitment has been poor uh, and 
uh, that has to be taken into account as well. Also, Kent, Morelos, arguably the two biggest names at the club, both hopeless, Jack. Correct. I do agree with that. I do agree with that, Hugh. Um, but at the same time, when you look at the injury list, then we bring in Tom Lawrence back from a long, long-term injury. Um, Giannis Hadji, who's been out for a long time, he will be like a new signing. So when these guys come back, there's no saying that I can't will even be in the side. Um, obviously, we, we bought him for a lot of money. But if he's not playing week in, week out, and we're, we're starting Tom Lawrence or we're starting a, a Giannis Hadji on a wide area, which we've seen done under Stephen Gerrard, would we, compl- would we be complaining? I don't think so, because at the minute he hasn't turned it up. But who else did we put in there? Did we put a Scott Wright in there who, against Dundee a matter of weeks ago, couldn't kick his own backside? Um, I, I, I don't mm. think that's the answer. Is it all about the Champions League though, Jack? You mentioned you know the, the negativity that's coming from your fellow Rangers fans. They're all telling us that it's more than that. And with um, I'll try not to offend the big guy to my right here, but it doesn't matter how many injuries you've got, you shouldn't be drawn at home. With Livingston I think that's what Some of your fellow fans Are, are on about It's not just about You know Because it is understandable You lose to Ajax When you've got Players out injured No definitely and Again No no disrespect to, to Livingston Or Marvin But When you're coming up Against teams like that I think we're struggling creating In the creativity Kind of department And that's again Where your man Like Tom Lawrence And Yanis Hadju Come in Where If we're playing against A low block These guys can Whip something out of nowhere um, Against PSV We've seen it I believe it was PSV When Tom Lawrence Is hitting a 40 yard free kick Granted the, the keeper made a slight mistake But at least he's trying it You know um, Let me just quickly Let me quickly get Marvin's thoughts Because it's half time In the Bernabeu So we're going to go there Marvin Maybe it is just one of those Unfair facets Of football management Because what Jack says Is true it, You've got bad injury li- Listed at Rangers But People just won't remember that, you know. The, the, the tag, for instance, of of the worst ever Champions League group. There is no asterisk to say this team had injuries. It, it, all teams have injuries, though, and that's the thing I think that he was trying to say. That you know, all teams will be saying, you know, they haven't had all their players fit. For me, as I said earlier, and I'll quickly go before we go across there. But Rangers can't perform in the way that they perform when you play for Rangers Football Club. It's that simple. Half time in the Bernabeu. Super Scoreboard European football coverage with MoyerAndSweeney.com The top team for your defence. Take it away, Andrew McLean. Real Madrid 2, Celtic nil. the half-time score here and it's a tale of penalties so far. Two scored by Real Madrid and one missed by Celtic. Celtic also spurning chances from open play too. They were pressing Real Madrid really well in the first five minutes. The home side couldn't really get out their own half, but when they did, they won a penalty. Rodrigo's shot saved at the near post by Joe Hart. The rebound fell to Fede Valverde and his shot struck the arm of Moritz Jens. Referee Stephanie Frappar, she pointed to the spot. Luka Modric, the man to step up and take it six minutes in, and he made no mistake, sending Joe Hart the wrong way to make it 1-0. Celtic created their first opening 13 minutes in through their Japanese trio. Hitati's through ball found Maida. He played it across the box to Kyogo. Kyogo, he had to stretch for it and could only poke the ball wide. A few minutes later, Hatati fired over from Vada's knockdown at the edge of the box. Joe Hart then had to make a big save 19 minutes in. Vinicius Jr.'s close-range effort blocked well by the Celtic goalkeeper. But they conceded another penalty after that. The ball hitting Matt O'Reilly's arm. It went to a VAR check this time, and it was awarded after that. Rodrigo stepping up, and he found the bottom corner. They should have had a third as well, less than a minute later. A goal that is not a penalty. Vinicius Jr. firing over from a good area after Rodrigo's cutback. 
Kyogo then looks certain to score in the 26th minute, but Thibaut Courtois saved the powerful strike. The striker even shaking Courtois' hand afterwards, and he also made a diving save from Rio Hatati after that. Celtic got a penalty of their own 34 minutes in. Ferlan Mendy taking down Leila Bada. Josip Juranovic stepped up, but Thibaut Courtois went the right way and saved it. Once again, there have been positive signs for Ange Postacoglu's side in the Champions League, but betrayal at the break. The half-time score here, Real Madrid 2, Celtic 0. An incredible first half of football, oh. Hugh. Whichever way you look at it. I commend Celtic for not panicking, uh, because at 2-0, 20 minutes gone, you are thinking about a night that could turn into humiliation uh, but they haven't panicked they've remained true to themselves individually and collectively and uh, I go back to it uh, Juranovic looked to me like a man who didn't believe he was going to score from the penalty spot I know that he's connected well with the ball but it's relatively easy for Courtois to make that kind of save because of the height of the ball Juranovic just didn't look as if he believed he could score at the Bernabeu but it's 2 it might have been 2-1 it might have been 4-0 however I think Celtic are giving a commendable demonstration of the best they can be Marvin why are Celtic doing this to us they're forcing us (laughs) to repeat ourselves we need a new way of summing up Celtic in the Champions League as far as going to the Bernabeu that's a decent performance They've not only missed chances They've missed a penalty They're probably hard done by Certainly with one of the penalties But as Hugh says 2-0 down and it, 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 There's plenty of time for that to get ugly And that's why I think it'll be a real tough team talk for Ange at half time Because you know, what do you say to your players there? As you said, you know, they've performed well at times They've missed a penalty kick I don't know what you say Do you say go and say more of the same and you're already 2-0 down? Because you know, I really do think outside those two penalties That Celtic have performed well I think they have performed well I think they've done well they've been in the game they've played through the lines they've had opportunities they should have done better with their opportunities I think it's the same thing that he's, sounds like a broken record almost that final third we have to take our chances Maeda's ball into Kyogo had to find him you know he, he should have found him on his, on his left foot into Kyogo he should have been hitting the target mm-hmm. those fine margins in Champions League football are what cost you and Hugh you know a, a, an over an overhit pass or whatever Fine, that's the bit of quality But you're talking a penalty kick It's, it's your ultimate opportunity yeah. um, And that probably did sum up Celtic's group stage campaign They should have scored far more goals than they actually have But, you know, that that's that's football As you said, that, that's your fault you, know, you, don't get, yeah. you don't get special allowances for that And yet, in a way, they are contradicting the progress Of Scottish clubs in Europe this season Because they are playing the reigning Champions League holders At the iconic Santiago Bernabeu Stadium and they are giving them a game but if you're Juranovic you have simply got to score with that penalty and make the whole team feel even better about themselves but he just made a bad job of it Celtic card done by on what, how many of one of the penalties or was that is that the view at, in here? at least one at least one even the first one listen I get that it's hit his hand but again he's thinking the ball doesn't get smashed towards him at 100 miles an hour he's turned his head he's put his hand up and, and yes it's hit I understand that one the so you're less one, annoyed about the first one yeah the second one I mean you know the people who are making these rules need to speak to players who have played the game because as I said it is impossible to try and block that ball and Gerard not to move slightly and just hit him on the elbow that as we said earlier slightly tucked in for me that one isn't a penalty kick and that's the problem at this moment in time with handballs being given in the box second yeah. one an issue for you Hugh 
Yeah, uh, I mean, I, the movement of Matt O'Reilly's body means that his arm will go into that particular shape. And there is a, there's a there's a line in the rule that says, you know, is is the movement of the arm justifiable because of the, you know, the body movement? Yeah, for but, me, uh, you know. <sighs> It's all done and dusted now. The three penalties have been taken and two went in and one didn't. But for me, uh, I wouldn't argue with the penalty given against Morris Jentz. Uh, I would argue with the one given against Matt O'Reilly. And there was no doubt that Celtic deserved their penalty. It's just a pity that Juranovic mm. lost his nerve. Let's maybe sum up the Morris Jentz one differently, Marvin. Even if it... Let, let's say that, that that is a penalty and it's the right call it's it's still unlucky because if you look is it Valverde who yeah, comes in with the shot he actually miss hits it he scuffs it into the ground yeah. and that's then it, it causes the ball to go down and then bounce up onto to Moritz Jens who's falling forward because he's dipped his head in to try and I don't know I don't actually know what he's doing to try and block the ball I think he's just thinking this has come flying towards me and he's trying to brace himself for the ball hitting him I'm also interested to see how high up his arm it actually hits him <sighs> We've seen the Matt O'Reilly one back in slow motion. What? Come on! As soon as the he, elbow he puts, is pretty close to his chest, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. He throws his right foot out to make himself a little bit bigger to block it, and naturally that arm is going to come up. And if, what is he? A, two two yards, yards away. Two yards. And I'm fed up of seeing defenders mm. defending the box with their hands behind their back. But now I'm beginning to understand why they do it, and that's not how we want to see mm. football played or defenders defend. The good thing is, Hugh, look, there's not, no one here is making this about. Only Celtic tonight Marvin knows fine well There's been a big debate About Andrew Shinney yep. At the weekend Same as there was a big debate About Michael Smith yep. It's not a Scotland thing It's a worldwide thing The handball rule At the moment Seems incredibly harsh On players Who can't understand What they need to do differently No And they'll, they'll need to learn Over time But My overall impression Would be that Celtic have been brave um, If we can put Juranovic's bad penalty to one side Celtic have been brave They did not fall apart at 2-0 down 20 minutes played And they've tried to play their football I think it's been uh, a decent performance And a bad scoreline Should Joe Hart have done better in the initial instance To come off his line and get the ball Before the penalty even happens, the first one? Most definitely You know, I think if he makes his decision earlier And, and he comes out and he smothers it I think he, he claims the ball quite clear I think it was Vinicius mm. Junior who was running through Um you know, and like you said, after that, Valverde it comes up to Valverde. He hits the shot and it hits Jens's arm. But I think Joe Hart will be disappointed he didn't come off his line, and make a definite decision earlier because he kind of half came and then, by the time he decided to come, he ended up blocking it rather than you know claiming the ball. Well, Celtic fans, you're finding new ways of passing up chances today. One from the penalty spot. Real Madrid have scored twice from their penalties, uh, and it means it's two 0 to the reigning European champions at the break. We're looking at that game, of course. We're reflecting on last night. Rangers fans, come on down on the phones, please. And let me remind you of this before we go any further. Super Scoreboard European Football Coverage with MoyerAndSweeney.com The top team for your defence. Yes, on the subject of the game at the Bernabeu, Moyer and Sweeney offering you high quality representation for everyone throughout Scotland and they are sponsoring your European football coverage this season. And to mark that sponsorship, they're giving you the chance to win a 60-inch Samsung 4K Ultra HD TV. The latter stages of the competition might not involve Celtic or Rangers, but whoever you're watching will look good on your new telly. So go to Clyde1.com, you can find out more about Moyer and Sweeney and enter there for the chance to win that television. More of your calls next. This is Celtic at Real Madrid. The old firm. 
in Europe's big league. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboards. Second half about to get underway in the Bernabeu. Doesn't look like there are any changes. Celtic two goals down. And that only scratches the surface Because Real Madrid scored two penalties And Celtic missed one at the other end Mark, I know you'll want to get back to it at some point soon How do you how do you feel having watched that game? It was a bizarre first half, wasn't it? Good evening, gentlemen um, I, 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 but Again, on the sixth day um, of this competition Well, I've gone over the same scenario And it's only the first half of missed chances um, And I just want to get the professionals who have played the games Opinion. Um, what is the issue with Celtic taking the chances? Um, we do it in the league, not a problem. When you're in that box and the goal's opened up and it's maybe a defender to beat with an angled shot and the keeper, what is the issue? I, I, I'm not getting on to the players, they've done as proud, um, but I'm just starting to, I'm looking at that and I'm thinking, what is the issue with them burying some of these goals? If Marvin answers this, he'll get poached <laughs> away from this show and the best teams in the world will be hiring them because it's a brilliant question, Marvin. I think, you know, a lot of it's to do with pressure. I think the players almost think that they don't have as much time as they do domestically. They think they have to do a lot more with the ball. There's no doubt about it. You know, if Kyogo's put in those positions domestically, he's putting them in the back of the net. They're playing against better goalkeepers. So he's thinking in the back of his mind, I need to put this more in the corner. I need to put more power on it. And then you begin to lose accuracy. So that is... Oh, never fails going against him. I think that is the problem with the players at this moment in time, Mark. I think next season, when they, they look back on this season and they reflect on it, I think next season they'll be a lot better in front of goal. But I do think there's an element of pressure, element of having to do more with the ball because they're playing against better players, an element of not realising how much time you actually have. You know, it's about that little bit of composure. You, that's what the top players have. What has Matt O'Reilly done to this referee? <laughs> I, know, I know. We've already argued about the penalty, but forget that. There have been two... It, Really, really soft free kicks against them as Celtic have looked to attack. It's um, really some strange decision making. The, the the referee just happens to be a female. I'm not interested in whether it's male, female. I'm just judging her as a referee, and I think she's had a nightmare. Oh wow, wow! Marvin Nukiogo's been booked. I think he had his hand up high. I don't know if he's caught the centre half in the face. No. Oh no. This is to be fair. This is a bizarre. Has not helped the referee at all. Then that that is. This is a very very bizarre refereeing performance here. Well, it's also a very bizarre theatrical performance from the Real Madrid player who had a still down. Who had a who had a think about it? He also yeah he stayed up for about five seconds. I'll just drop to the ground. Uh, As I say, uh, it happens to be a (laughs) lady referee. It doesn't matter, male or female. I'm judging her as a referee. And I think she's having a shocker. The players can help there, though. Like you said, to go down, I think he scratched his lip. He's pushing oh it out to make us feel sorry for him. But he's... to go down the way he's gone from a potential scratch yeah. of the lip. Anyway, you were, it, was, you, you were, it was a good answer. You were talking about you know the pressure. Is that maybe what's played a part? At, and spe- specifically the penalty mark? Because I take your point. You know, If the ball's there and the goal's there, what difference is it? But maybe the penalty mark when you've got a bit of time and you're Juranovic and you're thinking, hold on, this is the white shirts of Real Madrid and it's... The Bernabeu, did that come into it? No, because Juranovic is a class player in the making of his own right. And these should be the big moments he steps up and says, well, if you are interested in me next summer, because you said, um, and I just said it a few times, that we're building something special. I, I, I'm pretty worried about that because I can see at least four 
potentially five of this team um, getting pulled away from us next year because they are that good. And Juranovic is one of them. Um, there's four or five players that should have stepped up to the plate there and buried that penalty because they want to go on to bigger stages. Um, not bigger clubs, maybe, but bigger stages. Um, and to be I, fair, I Hugh, back. You, you mentioned it. Yeah. Th- th- this is a guy that dinked a penalty in, yeah. in European competition, so... It didn't look that night like he had stage fright. Is it enough to say that this is different? They've got For me, he scores against Real Betis. This is Real Madrid. <laughs> it's the wrong Real. Yeah, he's he's in Spain mm. and he dinks the goalkeeper. But that's against Real Betis down the road from Seville. This is the Santiago Bernabeu Stadium, and I think the stadium swallowed them up. Uh, Fifty minutes gone now. Still Real Madrid to Celtic nil. Celtic have. Started the second half the brighter But then again They were bright in the first half And find themselves two down So this still could be A very tough evening If Real Madrid pick their moments Because I think we've already established That Celtic aren't very good at picking theirs Marvin, that's that's what's underpinned this full campaign Hasn't it? Most definitely And especially in this game as well You know, I was just thinking about it there If you swap the front three for, for both teams Then Celtic are winning this game by a country mile And that kind of Backs up the point that Mark's making, you know, just that bit of composure there, missing in front of goal. Andrew McLean's keeping you right. The dinked penalty was Leverkusen. Oh, but the point it? still stands. I mean, it doesn't do for the same drama of the the Real comparison. I enjoyed that I, though. Nah, it was, oh, yeah. no, I enjoyed that too. We'll go over <laughs> just forget, just forget <laughs> that it happened. Um, anyway, thank you to Mark. Enjoy the second half if you can. Um, it's end to end stuff. Celtic look like they fancy getting a goal, but that's not been easy. In this group stage And you absolutely know Real Have perhaps got a couple in them Hugh That's the feeling you get Yeah I mean When the chances pre- uh, Present themselves Then They're likelier to score Than When they present themselves At the other end And it's Celtic uh, But uh, At the risk of being A broken record uh, I think that Celtic Given the start That they made to the match uh, Have hung in there Bravely uh, but here come Real oh, and it's 3-0 There you are, Sensio. Real Madrid 3, Celtic 0 50 minutes on the clock, Asensio That's with... a half chance as well Yeah, they're uh, just that's the level isn't it? That is the difference yeah. And then all the things we're speaking about That's a half chance At the other end, without being disrespectful That's going towards the goalkeeper He's powering it away That's why you know, these I mean what is it across that, that Celtic actually do cut out But it bounces to the edge of the box And he just lashes it into the corner first time Yeah, gives Joe Hart absolutely no chance Taylor slide. Oh. Tries to block it Doesn't even come in But that's a great finish I mean what more can you do about it And look at the defender He's got his hands behind his back now So that's O'Reilly isn't it So he's not even beginning to stretch of his legs He's turned mm. Hands tucked I mean, in Hugh you can always do more Because that's the nature of football But could Celtic have done Much more on, on that one? I'm not sure they could You know The caller Mark Who was on Talking about Finishing And why can't they finish As well as they Have been doing In the earlier part of the season uh, you know, who can come up with a hard and fast answer to that question other than uh, you talk about levels when the chance like that falls to a Real Madrid player buried in the back of the net with a chance like that falls to a Celtic mm. player no well, I mean, it's, it's not linked really in any way to what we were talking about with Rangers injuries but the point I made about you know like the asterisk versus the the, the, the cold hard facts of it Marvin Real might well go on and win this by by a lot more and there, there won't be you know that there won't be an asterisk to say that they scored two penalties in one half chance the Celtic players might feel it they might be able to, they might still be able to take some confidence from it but what a steep learning curve this is 
it is a steep learning curve, but one they need, you know, one that they need to go on the journey that they want to go on. These nights are going to happen. You know, you're playing against the best team in, in Europe last season, um, a very, very difficult stadium. We're playing against a team that's, you know, flying forward of absolutely fantastic players. And by the way, they've got Benzema on the bench as well. will probably t- play a part at some point. These are the learning These are the learning nights that are going to be so important for Celtic mm. and some of those young players. If you are interested, RB Leipzig probably will go on and uh, secure uh, second place. They're now 2-0 up against Shakhtar Donetsk. Shakhtar Donetsk did have the advantage on the head-to-head, so it could easily have gone uh, the other way um, if, if Shakhtar had obviously won the game. But it looks like it will be Real top and Shakhtar uh, and RB Leipzig second. It's already that time of the night, would you believe? Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Come on then, Marvin Bartley lost last week. Who knows what he's capable <laughs> of tonight? 01419511025. Call before seven, and it could be you who's trying to beat the pundit tonight. This is Celtic at Real Madrid. The Old Firm in Europe's Big League. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Still Real Madrid 3, Celtic 0 and it's as you were. Celtic look like they could create chances and are still trying to attack and my goodness, Real Madrid certainly look like they could score again as well. So it's going to be a fascinating uh, last 30 minutes. We're taking you through that. We're looking back on last night for Rangers uh, which was clearly... Um, not the end to the campaign they were hoping for uh, and there's quite a bit to get through so pick up that phone 0141 951 1025 and we will speak to you as soon as we've done this Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online thescottishsun.co.uk slash football Yes it is Beat the Pundit time Michael from Greenock is on how's it going Michael? Not too bad now yourself It says on my screen You're a Celtic fan Michael well, That tells Aye. me You're looking for something To take your mind off this Aye A wee victory <laughs> against Marvin Bartley Ideally <laughs> <laughs> You're a marked man After last week I'm ready I'm ready Where for did it go? You, I've not even looked At the questions Because usually I can spot The ones that you'll struggle with It Was it was Ivan Golak Or something did for you Last week Yeah I'll be flying today uh, <laughs> Michael doesn't sound see. confident At all Are there any that are that are going back a bit It's oh, 4-0 Real Madrid The ball's in the back of the net And now it is a doing No matter How many chances Celtic have created Or penalties missed Or penalties conceded This is about to get ugly Hugh 4-0 with 30 minutes to play uh, The body language of Some of the Celtic players there And uh, They look as if They know uh, Bad things are around the corner um, the, you know, Their bravery has taken them Only so far and now they are bang up against it. And again, it's the quality of the finishing. There's no danger when that ball comes across that it's going to be mm. in the back of the net. They are precise, concise, and well in front. Yeah, Joe Hart doesn't get there. He kind of wipes Starfield. I mean, it's razor sharp movement. Questionable defending for me. Yeah. Starfelt has to get goal side of his man and open up. I know Vinicius Junior comes from the left wing, but he has to do better there defensively for me. Uh, Michael, you're not put off by that. You've not hung up and gone on a no, half, I'm have you? Here, mate. I'm still here. Right, okay, uh, there's a few changes for Celtic quickly. Haxabanovic, Jota, Jakimakis, and Turnbull all coming on. So Look four changes. Madrid, Gordon. Look at Real Madrid sub that's coming on. I bet Michael hangs up now. Is Benzema coming on? Yep, here he comes. Great. Just great, Michael. Sorry to do that <laughs> to you. <laughs> Bye. Um, I don't... He's only a Ballon d'Or winner. Ah, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Aaron Moyes coming off. Um, and that's the obvious direct one for David Turnbull. 
Um, the wide, I guess the front three will all come off then, won't they, to be replaced by that trio that I mentioned. Anyway, right, let's toss the coin. Heads, it will be Hugh uh, who plays against Michael. Tails, it will be Marvin Bartley who lost last week. I'm going to keep mentioning it. <laughs> and he's on the saddle again. That was a Tails, uh, I promise. No, it was. I know I dropped it, what, but it what was. What do you mean it was? You looked at your phone. 100% it was. <laughs> wow. Marvin's all right. <laughs> then, uh, there we go. And I'll just do a second oh, one with still well Tails. Good luck, are. Michael. <laughs> um, Real, your Celtic he says through, through gritted teeth I'm going to give Marvin some Clyde too to listen to uh, Right, Michael, 30 seconds Answer as many as you can And pass if you don't know It's that simple, okay? Okay Let's go Who's older, Alec Lowry or Malik Tillman? Uh, Tillman Which English side does Tom Rogic play for? Uh, West Brom What company became the title sponsor of the Scottish League Cup this week? Uh, pass Which Scottish Premiership side's club crest is shaped like a human organ? Oh, uh, hearts Name either club that merged together to make Inverness Caledonian Thistle. Uh, Meadowank. Which current Scottish League <laughs> One side? <laughs> which current Scottish League One side did Stephen Whitaker end his playing career with? Uh, How many Scotsmen have been in the top three of the Ballon d'Or throughout the competition's history? Um, three. Marvin Bartley, you are going to need to be bang at it tonight. Let me tell you. Or am I lying and playing mind games with you? You just need to find out. You ready? Yep. Let's go. Who's older, Malik Tillman or Alec Lowry? Tillman Which English side does Tom Rogic play for? West Brom Which company became the title sponsor of the Scottish League Cup this week? Pass Which Scottish Premiership side's club crest is shaped like a human organ? Motherwell <laughs> Name either club that merged together to make Inverness Caledonian Thistle uh, Pass Which current Scottish League One side did Stephen Whitaker end his playing career with? Dunfermline How many Scotsmen have been in the top three of the Ballon d'Or throughout the competition's history? Two mm, Okay, Michael, what do you think? Mate, what was that Meadowbank answer all about? I'm oh, kidding myself That was that. a Gordon DL one You're only a few I hundred would. miles out um, <laughs> I've got a question Oh, go on, what's your moan now? You laughed at one of my answers, which cost me time no, because <laughs> yeah, well, first and foremost, your time costume was questionable, no. and then I said Motherwell, so you laughed, and then I lost time because it was a ridiculous answer, and it deserved to be laughed at. One, two, three, four, five, six. You got through seven questions, which is a lot. Could have been eight, which is a lot for beat the pun that we very rarely get through eight. So stop your nonsense, please. Okay. Celtic are in on goal, and oh. again, it's saved by Courtois. Jackie Mack has got a hold of it, but it was straight at the goalkeeper. And he parries it away for the third or fourth time this evening. None of the finishes have really been in the corner. Another one, Hatati though, oh, blocked. Rock. Even worse finish. Maybe that one was going to trundle into the corner. Turnbull oh. hits one, and it saved. Look, just repeat what we've been saying. Celtic are giving it a go, and yet they're four 0 down, and it might get worse. Um, let's find out on beat the pundit. Malik Tillman is older. Well done. You both got it. Tom Rogic plays for West Brom. Well done. You both got it. The title sponsor of the League Cup. Not often that it changes mid-competition It's via something Via play Via play, I yeah, thought via that Via play, via play Did you get it, Michael? No, he didn't No, no Did thinking, you get it? Did nah. you get it? Thinking now after being on Google, mate That's not going to help you, is Marvin it? C5, <laughs> Marvin, see if I was you I just, just Was he that good? Zip. Okay, because the next one Which Scottish Premiership sides club crest Is shaped like a human organ? Now, if only there was a team whose name Was actually a human organ And it might, you know, it might sort of give it away Let me think is there a Motherwell in the human body? No, Hugh, I don't think so. Heart or middle of Hearts, by any chance. Ah, oh, well done. You know the answers. It's easy, isn't it? And Michael got it. 3-2 to Michael. Uh, Caledonian FC and Inverness Thistle merged to, to make Inverness Caledonian Thistle. None of you got it. So Marvin trails by one. You both got them firmly. Wow, Michael, you're decent. So Marvin still trails oh, yeah. by one. 
And then Auckland really is going to come down to this How many Scotsmen have been in the top three of the Ballon d'Or Throughout the competition's history If Marvin gets it with two, he's level If Michael gets it with three, he's stretched his lead Kenny Dalglish Dennis Law Go, what? Am I right? And Jimmy Johnson Well oh, done Michael yeah. Michael did you guess that? He got three as well Well done Michael Michael no, was mate, <laughs> oh, Well done pal One, two, three, Cheers, four, five three. I don't mean it Well done Michael Take care The ball is on its way Cheers guys Have a good one Well done buddy He was good He was decent He was good My record's in tatters by the way Is it shocking? I mean I started so well a bit like, you know, talking, you know, Celtic, what are they doing well? Or are they shooting themselves in the foot? Are they coming up against a better opponent? The, that Hearts one's atrocious. If they yeah. shot themselves in the foot, they'd miss. Mm. That's yeah. the problem. <laughs> um, it was like, don't worry, it was just a loose analogy to, to slag Marvin. But no. I bet the referee doesn't laugh at them when they're trying to shoot on goal. Which like Scottish Premiership side's club oh. crest is shaped like a human organ? Oh, Motherwell. Was... <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> neither, neither do I. But I'd have still lost anyway. Um... Hugh were now if we weren't already definitely in the territory where Ange Postacoglu just wants to see the back of this campaign because you know what he's like he's obsessed with the detail and the performance there's no doubt he'll still say that he saw positives but I mean the cold light of the day is 4-0 yeah, yeah and they're, they're gradually uh, I think showing signs of wear and tear Giacomacus, but then to be for even then it's two minutes ago where they get an own goal again isn't it but you know there we have Giacomacus with a, I think a reasonable chance and the finish mm. was poor um, I'm already beginning to wonder you know Rangers one of their problems as a caller earlier on said uh, they've been taking hidings in Europe and it's had a, a negative effect on them domestically uh, I'm already beginning to wonder if this gets worse what effect it might have on Celtic Dundee United on Saturday do you think that will happen Marvin? no I, I, I genuinely don't I think that the Celtic players have that that kind of belief and listen they have an aura about them and I think they think they deserve to be at this level and yes this is 4-0 could be 5 end up 6 but I don't think no matter what happens I don't think Ange will let his players you know carry that over going on to Saturday I really don't think that um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting end to the game because it could definitely get worse for Celtic. You still would imagine they'll get chances. We always said, Marvin, the difference at this level, Stark at the top end of the pitch. I was thinking about that Jackie Marcus chance. It's certainly as good a chance as the Asensio one for the third. The finish is completely different because you're dealing with elite level attackers and Jackie Marcus, who's a good domestic player for Scotland. Yeah, it looks like he's just in the back of his mind thinking, just hit the target, just hit the target. And where at the other end, they're putting it into corners, you know, with extreme power in it. But as I said, you know, the amount of chances that Celtic have created in this game, if this was domestically, they, they wouldn't have scored zero goals. And and that's the difference. They have to do better at this level when they are getting in the final third. Uh, 01419511025, Archie's a Rangers fan uh, from Partick on the line. Archie, have you calmed down any from last night? Or, you know, is it even worse? How do you feel about things? No, I just uh, get the whole team last night. Just uh, just through the team, just quickly, mm-hmm. just to uh, give a wee overview. I think uh, just looking at first of all, you know, we've got Tardy, who for me has been the, the worst defender in the league this season. Um, you've got a young boy um, learning his trade at eighteen, um, Leon King, who I won't criticise. You've got James Sands, who's not a central defender. We've got Barisic, who's been hopeless, who keeps coming back the way. We've got two has-beens in front. You've got a 38-year-old and a 34-year-old sitting in front of them. We've got Tillman, who has been atrocious in Europe. We've got Kent, who has been atrocious this season, who has no kicked the ball. We've got Cholak, who has been great in the league, only when he's in service. 
Um, wow, sorry Archie, what a finish that is from Valverde. <laughs> the, the, the difference makers, my goodness, you. Yeah. It is an exhibition. I mean, this one's battered into the bottom corner from, what, 22, 25 yards with Joe Hart. Absolutely no we're, chance. We're, we're, no, we're talking about levels here, you know, and this is the Real Madrid, the, the reigning champions of Europe, and they are now putting on a master class in finishing. Uh, and Celtic are now <sighs> dispirited, despondent, and getting. Mm. Going over a bit closer than I predict, I'd say 20 yards. Yeah, um, review that, but my goodness, what a finish! Yeah, Real Madrid have had eight shots on target, scored five goals. Celtic have had five shots on target and haven't scored. And, and therein there lies your problem when you're playing at this level. Absolutely, we might even revisit that again. It's got time to get even worse for Celtic. Uh, sorry, Archie, you had got to Barisic, I believe. No, it's, I mean, obviously, with Barisic, then I was speaking about him. Um, I've got a 34 year old and a 38 year old um, sitting in front of the defence, but we've got Tillman, who every single European game. He's been atrocious. Kent's been atrocious all season. Um, Cholak's been great in the league, but without service, um, you know, he doesn't do anything else. I think when you look at the whole team, I'll get back to the captain and the manager, that's my other point. I think they've got guys who, it doesn't matter how bad they play, they continually get games. Um, and I think that, you know, a serious question needs to pass the manager. Why he's playing guys at Tillman and Kent when every time they play in Europe, um, they do nothing. Yeah, he's continually playing them. And you've got guys on the bench who, like, even me, Lowry, who just don't seem to get a chance. It's, the whole team are just atrocious, to be honest with you. See, on um, that though, like, Alec Lowry's just coming back from injury and I get where you're coming from with him, but is is that not part of the problem, Archie? Because a lot of the fans who have been phoning here are complaining about, you know, the, although there's injuries, you know, about, about the depth, about the signings. Are there really guys that are on the bench chomping at the bit that are going to make much difference? Well, tell me this, um, James Tavernier, right? Um, I mean, I, I've had a few debates with Hugh Keevans, uh, glad he's on tonight, about, um, you know, about this captaincy thing. Uh, and, and Hugh talks about, uh, you know, uh, he leads by example. Uh, you know, scoring goals and um, having assists, obviously, the last couple of seasons, that doesn't make your Rangers captain. He's been bottling it every time he plays Celtic, every time he's into Europe. Anybody puts pressure on him. He's evolved about 20 times a, a game. He's a bottom merchant. He's never a Rangers captain. And see if that's your captain. What does that say about the rest of the team? I, I, the I, I will answer your question, Archie, by saying that I agree with you in terms of European football. He has been seriously found out, James Tavernier. Uh, writing him off entirely as a Rangers captain, I think, is unfair because in the season where Rangers stopped Celtic from winning 10 in a row, Tavernier was outstanding. Domestically speaking, his figures are magnificent. But you're right, at Champions League level, he's been found out. And with regard to Kent, and I'd put Morelos into this as well, Morelos is Rangers' all-time best goalscorer in Europe. And look at him last night. Rangers will not get any money for Kent and or Morelos. They'll both need to leave the club on a free. But that's what we're talking about though Marvin when I, when I asked Archie to sort of test his theory about James Tavernier and wondering if the problems run a bit deeper Fine then, drop James Tavernier and play Adam Devine who's got one Rangers appearance this season against Queen of the South So what what is it? Is, is the manager picking the wrong players or do Rangers not have the options in certain areas that they should have? Just on the James Tavernier one first and foremost I think he's carrying something. I know the managers came out, I know James has came out and said that he isn't. To me, he looks like he is carrying a slight knock. He's played a lot of football since me first thinking that. But as you said, who who do you replace him with? You know, I think it's it's 
fair again about the Champions League, but don't forget last season he led them to you know Europa League Cup uh, Cup final. You know, so he's not that bad a player. It doesn't change overnight. I just think the Champions League is the elite domestically. Listen, is there a better right back attacking right back out there than him? You know, his stats speak for the kind of themselves. So I, I think it's a difficult one, Archie. I think you know when the club's beginning to struggle, they're not performing to the way they should be. Um, you know, a club of that size. I think you look at the captain first and foremost, and he does get a lot of flack for that. But I think there's, you know, probably four or five other players that should be ahead of him, kind of in the firing line. But uh, where do you go from here, though, Archie? You know, because the the players are out injured, players have been brought into the club who are not good enough. The recruitment has been suspect, um, and what you have is what you need to hold on to at the moment. I mean, I'll be honest with you. It's all about the boy divine. What does what does it say to the rest of the players? It seems to be that no matter how bad players play, even when Gerrard was there, even with Tavernier, I mean, you Callum Patterson sitting there, who's a class player, and Tavernier never got dropped. Doesn't matter how bad he played, he seems to be able to teach us pet. He's just he's not a Rangers captain. I was dropped with Richard Goff, Terry Butcher, Barry Ferguson's. He's 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 not got any presence in his stature. He's no leadership. Um, I mean, see the last twice at Parkhead. He's balled it every time a player puts pressure on him. He balls it. I mean, he just what, what kind of Rangers captain is that? How can he lead a team when, he, when he's when the captain's bottling it? That's all I see. Who on the premises at the moment should be the captain then? Obviously, Golson's it, but it's a difficult one because Andy, I would think, had been a captain like um, Ryan Jack or even Arfield. They're all bit part players. They're always injured, so it's it's, it's a really difficult one. But I don't think I think Joey Barton said in the book as well How's Tavernier even a captain? I mean who made him a captain? And why is he the captain? He's been what, seven years he's won two trophies How's that a Rangers captain? I don't get it Well more players than Tavernier Have been there all that time And not mm. won trophies Stephen Gerrard was the manager And won one trophy Marvin the Last night a lot did to seem to go down James Tavernier's side But then there was the, the, There were goals that he wasn't helped by Fashion Sakala. Um, I think that was a deliberate thing. Not necessarily, you know, is that, is that slight on him or is it just more of a, a structural thing that Ajax saw that they thought they could exploit? I think they thought they could exploit and they did exploit it. You know, I would say at Champions League level, James Tavernier does struggle defensively. Um, I think even at times domestically, we've seen him, you know, in the last few weeks struggle defensively. He's more of an attacking fullback, almost like Trent down at Liverpool. You know, they're, they're, they're attacking fullbacks, and yes, he does have his faults when it comes to defending. But as he said, Sakala didn't help him much yesterday. And Ajax have seen that, and they've come up with a game plan and exploited it. But Ajax are a very, very good team. But I get Archie's frustrations, but I have to say, I agree with you. Who do you make captain within that squad then at this moment in time? And not all captains are going to go out there and shout and scream and you know, smash into tackles, etc. Some need by examples. I played with both captains, and they both do it very, very well. Also, I imagine the stuff that James Tavernier does off the pitch with the players keeping the standards in and around the club is the reason that he's captain. Yeah, Celtic's still trying to go forward. They've created, forced a couple of corners, but then every time Real Madrid break from the corner, you just wonder, Marvin, Hugh, in the territory where Celtic should be looking to shut up shop? I mean, it's five. It's, it's not like you're well, not getting again, back into this game. You go back to Anibal, and he does not park buses, shut up shops. He wants you to... Come off the pitch thinking that you gave it your best shot for the 90 minutes Trying to play your football And this is when it gets hazardous Yeah, I just think he has a style He has a style that he wants to stick to And whether they're you know, winning 3-0 or they're losing 5-0 Whatever it might be, you do it till the end And that's because he thinks this is the best way for his players 
to get the most out of their ability and in game. So, you know, I get what you're saying, sit behind it, but I think if some of those players out there aren't just score anyway. Yeah, yeah, just not, score. Sorry, Real Madrid might be fine with that anyway. And yeah, and break you down. So yeah, Right, thank you, Archie. Archie is not a happy Rangers fan, safe to say. Uh, 01419511025 to give us uh, your take on things. Don't forget, by the way, remember we've been talking about the Billie Jean King Cup by Gainbridge. It is the Women's World Cup of Tennis. It is the largest annual international team competition in women's sport And it's coming right here to Glasgow uh, To the Emirates Arena 8th to 13th of November More than 100 countries involved And we've got a pair of tickets For the final Up for grabs For the info And to enter Go to Clyde1.com And we will take more of your calls Next This is Celtic At Real Madrid The Old Firm In Europe's Big League this is Clyde One Super Scoreboards. Celtic have just scored a stunning free kick in the Bernabeu. It is Jota. He's blasted it right into the top corner, and it's five-one. It adds a bit of respectability, Hugh. Even the coldest of hearts, even the staunchest of opposition fans, uh, would, would probably have to admit that I think Celtic have at least deserved one tonight. Well, for Jota, it's a lifetime memory now. Yeah, I scored at the Bernabeu against the the reigning champions of Europe, and at a time when he has gone into the provisional World Cup squad for his country, uh, what a time to be Jota! Um, and you're right; it, it's a consolation that Celtic deserve. Um, Marvin, yeah, I mean, it's like it's five one. There's only there's only so much. Positivity you can take from that, but it's a wonderful free kick in isolation. Brilliant free kick, and I don't ever think you'll see a consolation goal celebrated in the way that yeah, he enjoyed it. He looked so emotional with it, as, as Hugh said. You know, it's a lifetime memory for him. And let's be honest, Celtic have at least deserved that with the performance they've given out here today. But fabulous free kick! It's brilliant to see him come on and get it, and you know, obviously, shot his back fit and round to go. Yeah, absolutely. Five now, uh, five one to Real Madrid. I should say Celtic have sort of come forward all night, maybe. To the run doing at times Real Madrid so clinical remember they scored two penalties to make it 2-0 and Celtic missed a penalty um, well I keep it to myself that during the break when they got the free kick I said that you don't see Celtic scoring many from these types of <laughs> we, direct we, free kicks we, we have made a pact Marvin I <laughs> never, never to mention it <laughs> ah, well, listen see I'm, I'm honesty integrity that's yeah. what, I don't mind making myself look daft I'm more than happy to do it do it nightly uh, on here um, speaking of which I've just noticed if you head over to the Twitter feed um, at Clyde SSB I think it's on Instagram TikTok YouTube The full shooting match uh, That video last night Of the caller Coming on And calling Gordon <laughs> DL A very nasty Four lettered oh. C word Not not that one no. um, that, that begins Yeah You can probably figure out the rest uh, Repeatedly Just shouting it at him um, as if it was Gordon's fault that Rangers had finished with the worst Champions League record But it was very funny I must admit Gordon had made the mistake of Putting the Rangers fan into a corner by asking if players had progressed or gone back the way under Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, and when the caller didn't like the fact that he couldn't come up with an answer, he then decided to say that forty years ago <laughs> you were wrong. <laughs> I enjoyed his reply. If I'm honest, did I you hear it? Yeah, I was in the car. I was in the car <laughs> laughing. It couldn't happen to a nicer man. <laughs> See the video and the amount of people talking. Well, 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 he's right. I'm not, I'm not sure that's the point, though, is it? It's not really how punditry works. I have to say, is that the only one old enough to remember Gordon DL, the player, 
Gordon Dale was a decent nah, player. Nah, nah, rotten. I've seen the I've seen the YouTube you done. Honestly, don't don't <laughs> don't give him the don't give him the praise. He admitted last night that if he played, um, that he never once. Uh, trained in shorts and only trained in tracksuit bottoms. That was enough to put me <laughs> yeah, off right. his entire football I'm not career. That. Um, forever. <laughs> you will have noticed there is no full time teaser tonight. Just can't fit it in on these crazy evenings. I, I tried it. We, we flew Hugh out to Neon yeah. to have words with UEFA to see if they would move these kickoff times to make life a bit easier for us. They were having none of it. Um, so it's very busy when we're trying to take you through one game and react to one from the previous night so uh, no teasers but that just means more time for you to get your thinking caps on and give us questions for the future so fulltime at Clyde1.com fulltime at Clyde1.com Real Madrid think Jota's off but he's not and he's coming towards the edge of the box again he's confident now flashes one and saved by Courtois If ever I saw a man Playing for a transfer To La Liga <laughs> <laughs> This game's opened Right up though It's as if it's nil-nil And both of them Need to grab a goal In the last few minutes Yeah Celtic don't They've never looked like They were 5-1 down Hugh But I, that, that's just an Ange thing I, I, I know that Rival fans for instance Will be listening saying Well you don't get anything For that And, and, yeah. and that's right You know I wouldn't, I wouldn't Deny anyone Because um, Real Madrid Come forward and You know Could easily score a sixth year Um but it's almost like, oh, in fact, oh. yeah, they're through. They're going to get the back oh. heel. And uh, it's cleared off the line. Not going to be another penalty check, is it? I think the hands were no. tucked that time. Um, the, 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 you know, it's a fascinating game because Real at times have looked superb. Uh, the finishing is from a different level. Um, but Celtic have stuck to their task. Uh, they've got the consolation goal that they deserved. Um, but at times they've looked out on their feet. Um, so all human emotion is there Yeah, just seeing reruns of that Jota uh, free kick It certainly was out the the top drawer Celtic fans, you can call now if you if you so wish I'd imagine that given another five minutes or so The game will be done And then we will be here until 8 o'clock as always So time to get your reaction in uh, As soon as this game finishes It is still Celtic probing You can see Turnbull um, and others coming forward um, The subs... Marvin we said I think in all the Celtics Previous games The subs actually hadn't Really added much It's worth repeating I know it's five So you can You can Put that in as a disclaimer But t- tonight would, pro- would would be different Because Turnbull's gotten the ball a lot And Jota's obviously scored And Haksabanovic has plugged away Yeah and Giacomacus also had the chance Didn't he That obviously he fires straight at Courtois But yeah The, the subs have, have Attempted to make an impact They've brought fresh energy What the minimum you expect From uh, substitutes But Jota's brought that quality With the goal And Listen, I think it's given them a little bit more energy. As, as Hugh said, they looked out on their feet for a while, but I think that free kick has given them a little bit more energy. You know, they keep attacking now, so maybe they can get another consolation. You know the way things work here, Marvin. Uh, the Rangers fans will say, if we'd lost 5-1, you'd have been picking holes in everything we do. And the, the, the response I have to that is that when Rangers lose 5-1, they look like they've been done 5-1. Celtic have mm. given more to this game Same but, outcome though isn't it Yeah yeah of course it is um, But you know the, If Juranovic Takes mm. the penalty Properly Yeah it, I think uh, uh, The guy that's C-R-A-P um, yeah. <laughs> Believe it or not Stick up from I think he sums it up Quite well Marvin Because Celtic fans have got A vested interest In Ranger, uh, in Celtic Trying to win the games And Rangers fans Have got a vested interest In Celtic trying to lose the games That's the way this rivalry works See for folk like us 
We've enjoyed Celtic's performances in Europe because we don't need to worry about how many, you know, the, the points total they get doesn't impact us emotionally. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's been entertaining. I think we've enjoyed it as well because they've gone from the way they play domestically, they've done the same things in Europe. You know, with Rangers, as I said earlier, we haven't seen them stamp their authority on any game during this Champions League campaign. And that's why it's been a tough, tough watch for Rangers fans and the neutrals. Whereas Celtic's been fantastic to see them try and go head to head with these big teams. Yes, they've lost 5 1 today, but there'll probably be 60, 65 minutes of positive things that Andrew will be able to show the players and listen again we speak about the top end mm. week in week out in the Champions League and it's happened again tonight it is full time let's go to the Bernabeu and speak to Andrew Real Madrid 5 Celtic 1 the full time score here Celtic's Champions League campaign draws to a close and finishes with a heavy defeat to the European champions Real got their first penalty 6 minutes in Rodrigo's shot saved at the near post by Joe Hart the rebound fell to Fede Valverde he didn't strike his shot properly but it did hit the arm of Moritz Jens the referee pointed to the spot Luka Modric stepped up to take and sent Joe Hart the wrong way for the opener both keepers called into action throughout Joe Hart made a big save from Vinicius Junior 19 minutes in uh, and then had to face another penalty the ball hitting Matt O'Reilly's arm this time this one went to a VAR check and it was awarded after that Rodrigo stepping up this time and he found the bottom corner Vinicius Junior then missed a great chance to make it three before Thibaut Courtois saved from both Kyogo and Hitati they kept pushing Celtic and they got a penalty of their own Ferland Mendy taking down Leila Bada in the box Joseph Juranovic stepped up to take but Thibaut Courtois saved that one Real Madrid's quality then shone through in the second half Marco Asensio made it three the ball deflected into his path at the edge of the box and he found the back of the net Vinicius Junior made it four around the hour mark Fede Valverde with a dangerous ball across the face of goal the Brazilian forward got in front of Carlos Starfelt to score that one more Celtic chances though after that Giacomakis had a shot saved then Hatati had one blocked seconds later but Real Madrid found the net again this time Fede Valverde with a really good finish from the edge of the box found the bottom corner and he made it 5-0 Celtic did come away with a souvenir though a wonderful Jota free kick into the top corner you could see what it meant to him as well but ultimately it was a consolation. Karim Benzema came on as a substitute. He had one cleared off the line right at the death as well. But a campaign Ange Postacoglu will take positives from, but they have ended at bottom of the group with two points and a heavy defeat tonight to round off the full-time score at the Santiago Bernabeu. Real Madrid 5, Celtic 1. Well, it comes to two draws, four goals and bottom of the table. And now in our own dear Glaswegian way, there will now be an argument over whose bottom of the table is better than the other one's bottom of the table. Um, but uh, Celtic, for me tonight, hung in, got the consolation goal. Jota has the lifetime memory. The fans, I think, who are there and who are watching the game on television will be respectful of Celtic's performance. And the Rangers fans will say, if that had been us, you'd have slaughtered us. Right, come on then Celtic fans What did you make of that? 01419511025 It's a heavy defeat It's been a disappointing campaign It's bottom of the group There's clearly You've all been telling us That there's been moments in the game That you've, in, you've enjoyed And elements of the performance The league table Perhaps not looking so good though uh, So pick up the phone And let us know How you look back on tonight's game 01419511025 It's the perfect time To do it I can just sense you all Going to stick the kettle on Or maybe Something stronger If you're that way inclined How did you Enjoy it Marvin like I said as a, as a neutral It's quite easy to en- It was an enjoyable game I don't know if the Celtic fans Managed to enjoy Conceding five Yeah I enjoyed Tonight's game And as I said I've enjoyed their campaign But you know Especially tonight uh, To see you know Jotto come on And, and get his goal um, To see Celtic Play through the lines And have attempts on goal They should have done better with 
you know, Kyogo should have done better with his chance. Uh, Giacomacus as well, the same with him. So in terms of that, I think it would be much the same from Ange saying, listen, this is what you face when you come against these top teams. We have to take our chances. We take the experience from it. You know, it won't all be, you know, pats on the back. There'll definitely be parts of the game where you say, listen, this wasn't good enough. I think a couple of the goals they conceded were avoidable. Um, you know, I think one of them, Starfelt, should have opened up and got closer to his man. So there'll definitely be learning curve for them from this. But, you know, how many times do you see Celtic beating 5-1 and their fans with a smile on their face and applauding them off the pitch? Uh, right, come on then. I can see the phone lines lighting up. 01419511025. What we'll do, we'll give you the chance to call right now and we will speak to you next. This is Celtic at Real Madrid. The old firm in Europe's big league. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboards. Hugh Keevans and Marvin Bartley are here and there's still time Celtic fans to get your reaction into that go to the home of the European champions and find out why they're European champions five for Real Madrid a consolation for Jota at the end some big moments within it some missed chances don't forget Real went two up thanks to two penalties and Celtic then missed a penalty Uh, so the story of the match was quite something um, but the final scoreline was 5-1 to Real Madrid So pick up the phone and let us know what you made of it That's exactly uh, what Tommy in Cope Bridge has done So we're going to bring Tommy in We're here for the next uh, short while Reflecting on things Tommy, what did you make of that tonight then? It is for that it um, It's Real Madrid we played tonight yep. Who are undoubtedly European champions um, But being a Celtic fan We're not disappointed about our Champions League not at all. You're not disappointed at all to finish bottom of the group with no wins. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I heard poor Kevin say a minute ago that who would be more unhappy? The Celtic side of the Rangers team. Please, you don't compare us to the worst team in Champions League. The fact of the matter is, Tommy, you're both bottom. Uh, I commended Celtic for their performance tonight. But overall... The, the group has amounted to Two draws Four goals And bottom of the table uh, you, you have to be wary of Making that sound like An out and out triumph Rangers have lost Six games on the bounce And the comparison I would draw Between Rangers and Celtic It's about the manner In which you go down Celtic tend to go down with a, a a bit of valour about them. Rangers' performances have been summed up by record defeat at Ibrox, um, by losing seven goals home on the way to Ajax, by being totally outplayed by Napoli. But it still comes down to both bottom of mm. the group and it's difficult to try and make that sound like a triumph Yeah I've got this mad idea right Bear with me, hear me out That we don't always have to compare everything I mean I know I know it sounds wacky right But just bear with me um, Take Celtic in isolation Marvin how do you reflect on their campaign We did, we did it in, in isolation for Rangers last night Yeah Celtic Football Club don't want to be losing games in the Champions League You know that's the level that their fans and, and the club believe that they should be at But what I will say Yes they, they only got two points but in terms of their performance, in terms of you know, the evolution that Ange has taken them on, I think there's a lot of positives to take in terms of performance. The points 
Andrew will be like, not acceptable. You know, we're not happy with two points. But there are definitely positives to take from all games, by the way, that they've played in the Champions League this season. It's a massive learning curve for all these players. I'm not sure if any of them other than Joe Hart have played in the Champions League before. Um, so listen, it's a massive, massive learning curve for them. As Hugh said, you can't be given huge pats on the back because at the end of the day, they finished last. But in terms of losing games, there's a way to lose games. And I think Celtic have given a good account of themselves in all of them. So do you think the scoreline was harsh tonight, Tommy? No, I, no, the scoreline, the scoreline's unlucky. Besides, we're, we're not scoring, that's a problem. But we're there fighting. Every single game Celtic have been in, we've been in with chances. The only difference is we haven't scored. Marvin's hit it right on the head. But for Hugh Keevans to come and say, what fans will be together? It cannot compare Celtic to the worst team in Champions history. I, I wouldn't take it too seriously, Tommy. I think it was Hugh being Hugh. It was a slightly tongue-in-cheek about the nature of the rivalry. Celtic get two points, Rangers get none. I, I don't think we need an analysis of which was better, but as you well, say, it's a pretty low bar for both in yeah. terms of points total. Yeah, they're both we, bottom. But, I mean, Tommy describes tonight's uh, defeat as unlucky. No, to be fair, the champions of Europe yeah. played like the champions of Europe and mm. the finishing was different class. Uh, so I think, I think I think elements of that Perhaps that that you know did this was the scoreline slightly harsh even well, you were talking about the the penalties no, I, the chances I th- created etc. I think I think the scoreline was deadly accurate. I think there was that gap between the teams, um, and you know Jota's had his wonderful moment. Juranovic uh, has bottled it from the penalty spot, if you ask me, uh, but it wasn't a lucky. Mm. Win for Real Madrid. No, listen, of course. I mean, look, this is why language matters. You can't, you can't be lucky and win five one. But what you can say is, Marvin, Real got two penalties. One you've got a serious issue with. They scored them. Celtic missed theirs. I think Real scored five off of nine shots on target. Pretty good conversion rate. Celtic had a was it six eight, 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 eight shots on target, only scored one. So what we're seeing here is obviously. At the top end of the pitch, these big players know how to put chances away and Celtics don't. Yeah, they're miles more clinical. And the strange thing is against us at the weekend, Celtic has six shots on target and scored three. So that just shows you, you know... Doing the same domestically. Yeah, do, doing yeah. the same domestically. If they can repeat that final third performances domestically and in Europe, listen, they'll be a lot better for it because they are creating the chances. Mm. Um, I mean, they look back with huge regret on the penalty, Hugh. It's one thing yeah. missing chances. The penalty's the ultimate chance, isn't it? And, yeah, uh, the penalty has the... Uh, the opportunity to put Celtic 2-1 behind 2-1 but Juranovic makes a very bad job of it and uh, 2-0 becomes 5-0 and then Celtic get their consolation goal I, I mean I've looked at Ange Postacoglu throughout the night and all he's done is shake his head in bewilderment at missed penalties um, the award of some of the penalties uh, and the way in which his team have passed up on chances. So the champions of Europe showed why they are the champions of Europe, but at least Celtic put up a fight. Uh, thank you to Tommy. Let's bring in Brendan and get his assessment of things. Brendan? How you doing, guys? Good, thank you. Um, listen, I'm not happy that, that we're finished bottom with a group. Nobody would be happy with a team finishing bottom with a group. you know. But the way I see it is, is that you know, we're on stepping stones from where we were before Ange came in. You know, he's had, he's had what, two transfer windows, three transfer windows? And, you know, take, take two, take the first one out. He's had two transfer windows where he's he's adding players to the team which are great in Scotland. And out of the, if he adds four or five or six players in a, in a transfer window, maybe one or two of them are going to be, be 
show show well for us in the European stage. And I think that's happening, you know. So you know, I'd like to please God he stays, and we're we're still got him in three or four transfer windows time. We progress into the Champions League by winning the league, which obviously I hope we do. I think you'll see a difference. You know, it's it's never never good to finish bottom, but the stepping stones, and we are seeing progression for where we were. You know, you look at the chances that we've had in games. I don't understand what's happening, why we're missing them. You know, because the goals are the same size as the goals we play in every Saturday and Sunday. You know, so there's just something. There's just a wee bit of miss there. He sees philosophy, five nothing down, and he's still charging forward. He's still playing. I'm quite happy with that. I'm quite happy that I'm, I'm delighted with everything Angie's doing and I can see progression and if we continue in the trajectory we're going, we're going in the right direction to, to make an impact. Goals are slightly different size at Livingston, remember, Brendan? Um, <laughs> just, just to be accurate, but um, let's move on from that. What do, you, what do you make of Brendan's assessment? I agree with Brendan. I, I really, really do. And I was just thinking there, you know, when you're speaking about the chances created, it had been so interesting to see Dembele or... Edouard in this in this Celtic team right now with the chance they create in a European level. And maybe that's an area that Ange does look at, you know, in a summer transfer window. Does he get one of the strikers he has out now and bring in bring in another striker? Not to say that the two now aren't good enough because they're they're both very, very good Celtic players and they do very, very well for Celtic. But just maybe if they can, you know, put a bit more money on top and get a mm. you know, a more accomplished European striker. Hugh that because we made such a big deal about it at the start, saying, you know, Celtic and Rangers for that matter, you know, they hadn't been in the Champions League for so long. Uh-huh. Then they're there. And you deserve criticism if you don't get results. But is there that that hope, you think, from Ange Postacoglu that, that you do learn from this? You come back a better version. Let's take, you could do it for most of them because of the, where they've come from. But take Matt O'Reilly. One year ago, this weekend, he was away at Crew with MK Dons. Yeah. And tonight he's away at the Bernabeu. So. Is it about hoping that, that that progression is then, you know, if, he, if he's on that same upward traje- trajectory, easy for me to say, you know, by this time next year? But you'll always come up against that problem of Real Madrid are four goals up tonight and bring on the current holder of yeah. the Ballon d'Or. Yeah, but I'm just talking specifically Celtic in terms of how they feel they can develop. The other problem that Celtic have in terms of development, and Brendan's the first I've heard to mention it, how long is Ange there for? Ange has done a terrific job for Celtic and will be being looked at by other clubs. And one of the problems of having a man who operates in the transfer market as well as Ange Postacoglu has done is that Rio Hatati uh, will become an item Mm. for other clubs. Um, Matt O'Reilly will become an item Mm. for other clubs because of their performances with Celtic. So if they all stay together... If Atati and O'Reilly are still there next season and Ange Postacoglu is still there next season, then it's a real test of Ange's philosophy that if you are there on a regular basis, you will undoubtedly get better. That's the, the examination that Celtic have to sit next season, assuming they are in the Champions League. Do you think they will be better for it, Marvin, even though it was, as Hugh says, it's bottom of the group, no wins, two points... Lots of goals conceded. Can they be better for that? There's no doubt that they'll be better for it. For me, you know, not only the players but Ange as well. You know, it's his is it his first season in the Champions League as well. So you know, yeah. he'll be learning a lot about himself. You know, he won't just look at his players and say what could they have done better, what could he have done better. And you know, he's a perfectionist, yeah. and as Hugh said, he'll have suitors down the road. But there's no doubt about it. For me, he'll want to stay at Celtic Football Club. And if some of those players are to leave in the summer, I think for the first time in probably a long time at Celtic Football Club, he'll have a list of four or five players that can come in and replace them. Mm. 
The reason we get so much mileage out of shows like this Brendan is because there's always loads of factors that, that feed into anything Whether that's success or, or lack of success If you were to sum up one thing, one factor that you think has gone against Celtic Or held Celtic back in this campaign, what would it be? It's just it's just for finishing. They're just you know. I think the start was sixty nine chances before tonight's game. I think there was somewhere in the reason of eight or nine tonight. So there's almost eighty chances in, in six games. You know, so you're averaging what's that twelve thirteen a game. You know, we just need to we just need to, to take that. See see before I go, guys. A quick quick word with, with Marvin just before I go. Make it very quick. I'm almost out of time. This Marvin is my two boys that you you took time to speak to and Tony Macaroni's just before you played at Marin just at the uh, tail end of last month to get a quick photo opportunity. You know, oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, there've uh, been Livingston fans every single week except for Sunday. Except for Sunday, <laughs> I was going to say <laughs> more, more so two weeks ago. There were big Livingston fans. Well, but, you know, listen, Marvin, my wee fella, because every time he sees you in the telly, you know, and he sees your partner, I tell him who it is. And he's like, "Oh, where's Marvin? Where's Marvin?" You know, so thank <laughs> oh, you, brilliant! Brilliant. Said hello. Ah, it's a, bit, a nice positive note to end the show. And thank you, Brendan. Thank you, Marvin. Thank you, Hugh. And of course, thank you to you for listening, for calling, for tweeting. We can do it all tomorrow where we can take a breath. We can look back on it all. Not if you're a Harps fan, because they'll be in action. In fact, they might even be finished by the time we come on. Is it an early kickoff? Yeah, I think though, over yeah. in Istanbul. Uh, so we'll look back on Celtic and Rangers, and we'll see what Hearts can offer as they end their Conference League campaign as well. So make sure you join us, Mark Wilson and Gordon DL. Hopefully he'll be back despite the personal abuse uh, that he's been taking <laughs> this week. And Callum Gallagher is up next.